Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson and seated six feet away from me is Anthony Chang, our Heat beat writer at the Miami Herald. Uh, what's up, Anthony? Um, can, I hope yeah, that's a good answer. Um, <laughs> is a good answer <laughs> today. Yeah, it's that time. Of, it's, I don't know. I, I can't even talk. I'm like speechless right now. Yeah. Um, so we were recording. It is... Um, Thursday now. We, we thought about recording last night after we were at the arena together um, when the announcement came down from the league that the NBA would be suspending play. Um, we kind of decided, though, to take a step back, especially knowing there could be other developments. Um, I have so many more answers. I'm so level-headed right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's, let's, I, let's, I guess, start with, like, last night, basically, and just, like, what it was... What the immediate reactions were. I mean, it was stunning. It was one of the, you know, we were talking about, it's one of the craziest nights the league has ever had, right? Yeah, I mean, it's unprecedented. It is, yeah. I mean, you and I were were pretty, like, early on in our careers, quote-unquote careers, but, but, I mean, I don't remember. early on. (laughs) Early, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but I don't, I mean, I don't remember a, a, a night like that ever in sports in general just everything in sports like it starts with obviously the Golden State Warriors having to play uh, with an empty arena and then uh, NCAA announces March Madness and go on without fans and then the NBA it looks like they you know they had a meeting uh, yesterday with the owners and it looked like they were leaning toward playing games but without fans yeah. as scheduled but without fans and that was probably going to be announced Thursday and then all of a sudden you see that what's going on with Oklahoma City and Utah where just before tip-off, they hold the game, um, and it comes out that... Like, literally seconds before tip-off. Yes, I mean, it was like they were about to tip-off. Mm-hmm. And I guess the test came through right then, and someone ran on the court and told the ref that a Jazz player, which, you know, reportedly is Rudy Gobert, tested positive for the coronavirus. And at that point, it just seems like that... Basically, the NBA said, probably tell the owners, if someone in this league tests positive for the coronavirus, we immediately are going to suspend the season. Yeah. Like, they just can't go on. I mean, you look at... You look at the trickle down effect of all the teams the Jazz have played over the past two weeks, all the referees that have called, you know, been work Jazz games. Yeah, uh, it's just all these teams and all these people involved that played Utah or interacted with Utah over the past few weeks. Now they have to self quarantine for fourteen right. days. So, um, you know, there really are a lot more questions and answers right now of what's going to happen with the league. I don't even know if the NBA knows. I mean, so much depends on what happens with the coronavirus you know over the next few weeks mm-hmm. um but at least this is at the very least a two-week break yeah because all these players have to self-quarantine for 14 days so you're looking at maybe at, at the soonest three weeks from now maybe they resume play because after two weeks they might get a week of practices in or something um maybe three weeks from now but i you know probably a little longer than that i would yeah. say yeah i would highly recommend uh, the royce young story on espn of basically the scene from uh Utah, or sorry, from Oklahoma City last night, um, just kind of the tick-tock of how everything went down. Um, you know, it was everyone in this in this situation, everyone in the country over the last week has basically, it's all been flying by the seat of their pants, right? Like, totally, no one has been prepared for this. Like, it, it's an unprecedented situation, like you said. I mean, the, uh, like you said, within seconds before the the ball went up, they went up and canceled the game. The the halftime performers came onto the court and performed for like ten minutes because they didn't. No one knew it was happening. Yeah. They just had to halt it. The PA announcer repeating, 
you are all safe as people go off the court. It's all, no one has any idea how to handle all of this. Um, and, you know, the situation in Oklahoma City, was it's scary. Like, it's that the, we just did not have any, you know, we were not prepared for this, it doesn't seem like, in the way. You know, it, like you said, it seemed like the league was heading towards um, playing without any fans. And I don't know if maybe if, if they had done this Tuesday, if it would have been any different. But, um, you know, it's, there were no, the proactive measures clearly just like were not. Yeah, I mean, that's what the, people, you know, not, not that anyone knew what the correct right. proactive measures was, but it's just a reminder that we have no idea. Yeah, it's an unprecedented situation. Like, how do you prepare for something like this? But, and I, I see a lot of people giving credit to the NBA. Yeah, I mean, and, it's good, and, obviously, they got and, out in front of it, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, the league did a good job. They did a good job. I'm not criticizing them in any way, but. It's pretty easy to make that call when yeah. a player tests positive for the coronavirus. They were. It looks like they weren't going to suspend the season if that didn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it based playing. on reports from right. the board of governors meeting yesterday, yeah. um, and just the fact you know the Warriors were planning to go ahead with no fans. It seemed like the logical course of action because, I mean, if you think about it, we're right now we're sitting in our office at the Miami Herald. Yeah. There's, yeah, I don't know how many people are in the newsroom right now, but. How many people would be in the arena for a regular game, like, or with no fans? There would be, you know, less than 50 people between players, yeah. coaches, you know, training staff, um, a little bit of TV, media people. Um, I mean, people are going about, have to go, are still going about their day-to-day lives, going to their offices, doing their jobs. School. Going you know, to school. school salon, yeah. It's just, you know, all these, obviously, you know, as a few... And, you know, as we're talking now, Mayor Jimenez recently made an announcement, basically, that they're going to shut down these large gatherings in Miami-Dade County. Obviously, that includes stuff at the American Airlines Arena. Um, so, just, they had to get rid of the fans, and they never got the chance to do that because this all escalated, I think, quicker than they had hoped. Yeah, and breaking news, by the way, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN just tweeted that Donovan Mitchell has tested positive for yeah. coronavirus. So you knew that uh, once one jazz player had it, a lot of jazz players were going to have it because they were spending yeah. a lot of time together. And, and they got quarantined at the arena last night. The play, the, I don't think the jazz. I think I saw the jazz didn't leave till like I guess it's a different time zone, but like six a.m. or four a.m. or something like that. Like, yeah, it's. I mean, Woj's tweet says that jazz. Players privately say that Rudy Gobert had been careless in the locker room, touching other players and their belongings. Now a Jazz teammate has tested positive. So, look, I mean, this isn't anything to play with, obviously. Like, yeah. you know, um, it's a pretty serious situation. Uh, it's a sad situation. It's an unfortunate situation. Um, you hope that, obviously, Donovan and Rudy will be well and, you know, everyone that came in contact with them doesn't have it. But it's, yeah, it's just a... It's it's it seems like it's an, a minute by minute thing. Like things are changing so fast. Yeah. Even with the league already suspended, like things are just evolving by the minute. Um, and by the way, I hate that saying. Jazz players privately say Rudy Gobert yeah. had been careless. Like you're playing basketball, right. you're gonna touch each other. Like I guess, I, obviously, once someone got it, it doesn't matter what you're yeah. gonna do. You can it take was certain spread. precautions. You can take certain precautions, and obviously, you could kind of tell. I mean, the way he. Well, yeah, the whole touching the microphone. He might have been taken a little lightly. I don't know. But but. once one player had it, other players were going to get it. Because in basketball, you touch each other. Would you be surprised if Donovan Mitchell isn't the only teammate? I mean, it's probably... Yeah. I mean, there might be a few other guys in that team that have or Uh coaches or staff members. people they played. and Like, that's what this is. You're going to interact with people. That's why the reason we were shutting it down to fans, in theory, was not 
to stop this from spreading at all. It was to stop this from spreading wide. Like once one player got it, other players were going to get it. It was inevitable. Yeah. Um, that's why people self quarantine. It's not. It's so you don't get other people sick. So you get as few other people sick as possible. And I'm, and you know, again, we don't know really a lot about the coronavirus. Yeah, so I, I guess we shouldn't. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be such expertise. But but, but but it is. I mean, to have a face of it. Not that not that we're going to go bear and Donald Mitchell the face of the coronavirus. But to have some <laughs> to like see someone <laughs> that has Tom it, Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Too. I mean, you know, it looks. I mean, Rudy Gobert said he was feeling pretty good. So yeah, you see all these stories on the news of people really suffering through it and yes that's really sad but it's also good to see some people that are able to manage through it you know so is, is that a positive i don't know but but it is it is good to see that they're you know it doesn't seem for them at least that it's a serious issue at this point so that is encouraging but yeah it's a it's this is affecting everything yeah. basketball nba um every sport colleges uh just yeah, I know. Economy, by the time the we post market, this, like there's going to be a million other updates. Yeah, it's it's um, unreal. It's unreal. And I, I honestly think at this point, teams have a lot of questions. So I, I mean, this happened late last night. Yeah, you could tell Eric Spolscher when he spoke to the media after the game. Um, he really didn't know how, have much information. There's so many questions. Like, if the league starts in June, for instance, what's going to happen to the draft? What's going to happen to yeah. the Olympic? What's going to happen to free agency? I mean, players are under contract through, through the end of June, so. If they play into August, what happens to those contracts? Are they still getting, you know, do the players still get paid for the time being? It, there's, this is unprecedented, and this has never happened before, so it's uncharted territory. Yeah, um, and it was, I mean, last night, it was one of these stranger scenes, like, at a basketball game I have witnessed. Oh, yeah. It was basically, I think you said you were walking down toward the uh, press conference room when the league sent out the press release, but you could just kind of tell there, you know, the heat and Hornets were both in, they were in a timeout with, I think four and a half minutes left, something like that. Um, and obviously everyone on press row immediately, there was like murmuring and you could just kind of tell the whole arena, like knew something, you know, knew this had happened. And the players just, you know, Eric Spolster said they didn't find out until they came off the court. They yeah. went out of the timeout. They played the last four minutes of the game. Like nothing was happening. Um, and then, you know, Spo talked for like two minutes, pretty much post game. Like he was, it was everyone was kind of shook. Didn't know, yeah. Didn't have, wasn't prepared to be answering questions about this. Yeah, I mean, it happened so late in the game yeah. too. Like I was writing my takeaways and I had to completely trash those. I mean, <laughs> there was a yeah, lot. If you more guys want, things. if you guys want um, to see Anthony's takeaways from the Hornets game, you can email him <laughs> at Chang at MiamiHerald.com. I think I wrote that they clinched a playoff spot, which they did not. So <laughs> I might have to change that. <laughs> I was expecting a win over the Hornets, and they did not accomplish that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the. Um, the far-reaching implications of what this is going to mean for the NBA are going to be probably like the next things we're talking about over the next few days. Um, but you know, it's all you know. You could hear people as we were walking out of the arena or, or in the media room. You could hear people who work in the arena being like, "Yeah, what, what do I do now? What yeah. do I do now? Like, I got 14 days where I'm not going to get a paycheck. Like, at least, yeah. yeah like, it's it is." It was just a situation that, like, weirdly, like, everyone knew there was a possibility it was coming, but really it felt like no one was, like, acknowledging that it actually could happen. Up until, two, like, a week ago, I, I remember talking to somebody or another reporter about this, like, 
is there really a chance they can play an empty arena? Not even just suspend the season. Yeah. Play an empty arena. Yeah, empty really arenas like, sounded crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Four days ago. Right. And now, I mean, that seemed like the like looking back, that would have been so much less crazy than what's happening right now. You know, like what's yeah. happening right now is like historic. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, just look again this, in the grand scheme of things, the big picture. This is not number one on the list, but the NBA is gonna lose a lot of money. Yeah. If they don't finish this season. Yeah. They already lost a lot of money with the China stuff. Um, and if they don't play the rest of the season, you don't have playoffs. Uh, one person I spoke to estimated the losses would be, combined with China, the losses of China, a billion dollars. Yeah. So to me, I think at all costs, even if they have to play until August, and Mark Cuban, I guess, said it on ESPN this morning as well, that you know they're gonna. his feeling is they're going to try to finish, finish the season. The Whether season. it's a shortened season or they just go straight into the playoffs, that all depends on timing and when they are able to start back up. But I would expect that if they can, they will try to finish this season. I I would be surprised if they just say, yeah, no champion would start. You know, we'll just start fresh next. And season. hope hopefully this is the NBA can sort of be the example of why all these walks of life life need to be more proactive because the NBA could have, like we said, they could have banned arenas to fans like. Two days ago, or yeah. something, when once this was kind of like starting to become clearly the direction we were heading, but you know, obviously they want to. It all comes down to money. Not even I don't even mean this in like a to be critical of the NBA. Like the reason they weren't not closing the arenas to fans is because of money, and they were kind of trying to milk that out. Obviously, as long as they could before shutting it down, and they kind of waited too long. Now you're risking instead of losing the ticket revenue and. Um, the, you know, merchandise concession revenue. Now you're losing all the revenue. Yeah. Like they, they kind of flew too close to the sun, waiting to make a decision here to shut this thing down to fans. And again, maybe it wouldn't have mattered because you know player we don't. Maybe if Rudy Gobert yeah. got it Three a week ago, ago. Yeah. like you were kind of in this bind anyway. But um, it just, you know. Proactive measures can only help, and I think all these like half measures that the leagues have done, shutting down to the media, mm-hmm. um, just clearly are not yeah. stopping one player from getting it. Once one, if this is what's going to happen when one player gets it in every sport, all sports are going to be shut down in it's a week. Looking like it's trending that way. Yeah, if sixty percent of the population is estimated to get it at some point, like the odds that every athlete is going to be in that 40% that doesn't get it is like no, I mean, impossible. I just already two players. Yeah, two already NBA two, players play, two major and NBA two players. Two all-stars. Yeah. So, yeah, all-stars. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, it, yeah, it's... And, I mean, do you... What's to say another NBA player doesn't have Oh, it? there's definitely... Know, I mean, ideally, you know? ideally, I mean, the, the test... I don't want to, like, get into the politics yeah. of this, but, like, it seems like the testing is not there the way it should be if we were a little bit more prepared. Like, mm-hmm. just the readily availability of... Testing, but in an ideal world, all these NBA players would get tested. They'd shut it down for a couple of weeks, and then when everyone gets healthy, play in empty arenas, go about your lives yeah. like it normally is. But the problem is, we don't know who's spreading it. I, I would think. I mean, I don't know this, but I would think that the NBA will test everybody. Yeah, now. that's what they should Over be the next doing. Few right days, now. they will test yeah. every player, every coach, every staff member. Because the problem is, if this is as contagious as we think it is, yeah. someone is going to get it. Yeah. Someone was always going to get it. The only way we're going to be able to keep playing is if we knew who had it and right. we knew, you know, you treat it like any other illness. Like when a player gets mono right. or whatever, they're out for two weeks. Right. And they don't want to be contagious. The scary thing is they don't, again, not to get into the science of it, but yeah. 
they don't know we don't know much about it. It's so new that yeah. I think they want to get a better handle on the information behind it. Yeah, you know the true numbers be you know of it of how fatal it is and all. I I think that's a big part of it. Like let's just take a break. Yeah, let's take a breath. Let's regroup. Let's figure this thing out if we can. Let's find out more information because right now it's just not worth the risk of we don't really know much about this virus and you know it's hard you, you can't really contain it right now like it's spreading very rapidly so I, obviously the NBA did the right thing um, and now we're in a holding pattern like what's going to happen when are he going to play again will this season even continue there are so many questions I mean for fans like fans who have season tickets or tickets to other ga- like games coming up will they get a refund Will the you know will the heat and that all depends I guess on what happens right will these games even be played right I think I don't know if they have like you know people are asking about tickets I don't know if the Heat have a refund policy yet yeah I mean this just happened like twelve hours ago I don't think they and knew. they don't even know what games are going to be played what games are not going to be played like how could they have a refund policy at this moment 